I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Any of those? A porridge would fall into cereal, wouldn't it? Would it? Ah, yeah. No, it's not porridge, and it's not... What was it there? And what did I say? Porridge, soup. Soup. No, no, it's not soup. Is it something like... Because I've heard of, you know, bodybuilders who'll be having, like, chicken breasts and broccoli for breakfast. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's not... It's not chicken or broccoli, right? But this is something that a lot of people would eat... At least maybe once a week. Right. And again, usually not for breakfast. No, not for breakfast. You know, I'd say usually at the weekend. Right. Uh, I, they're getting a ton of guesses in here. Now, the first person to to guess this was uh, Cassandra, who said, I mean, you said, is it curry or is it pizza? Curry. And oh, now, come on. Your bowels will be in bits. No, it's not curry. Is it pizza? Is pizza healthier than cereal for breakfast or Can't more be. nutritional? Cannot be. What Jacinta has just come in to say is a croissants. No, it's not croissants. Oh, laddie da, Jacinta, have mm. your French breakfast through. Now, there are very good supermarkets that do fresh croissants and they're unbelievable. But no, it's not that. Also, a lot of butter and croissants, which adds to them. Crossy, just letting you know. Anyway, no. Is it pizza, though? Yes, it is pizza. Yes. Science has now backed up that pizza is a healthier breakfast option than many cereals because it has less sugar overall and more protein. Well, I would say that maybe we should word it as it's just less unhealthy. Oh, yeah. By no means was this uh, study well, time to open that we, <laughs> we have pizza for breakfast. They're just saying that if you're going to have... A bowl of cereal. You might most as well have cereals. Pizza. You might as well have a pizza. Uh, Lena I, and M- I Michelle. I couldn't live without my cereal. Yeah. Lena, Michelle, everyone is like, it definitely has to be pizza. Keith, what's the story? Who has messages in here now with that? Gary, what's the crack? Uh, tons and tons of you have said. Barry has said pizza as well. Pizza. It just goes to show how how dodgy cereals can be. I remember any time I was in school and I would have cereal. I, I can. I would also have to have about four bowls in one sitting. I can't just have one bowl and go. I always have like three or four bowls. But because of the sugar in it, you'd be starving. Then come ten, eleven o'clock, and then when I wouldn't have any breakfast, I'd be grand. Yeah, I know it's so true. If you look on the box of most cereals, the first ingredient or the first three ingredients always contain sugar. 
Oh, yeah, it, is, it is just a bowl sugar, of yeah. sugar. And I love it. And that's why I love it, because it's sweet and it's tasty. And that's probably why a lot of people have it. But it is. It's rubbish. You'd be way better off having eggs or, I don't know. What pizza. I just wonder pizza, how much yeah. pizza is, is too much. Like, what's the equivalent if you were to trade one bowl of cereal for one pizza? Like, is it one pizza slice? I know what you're saying. If you had pepperoni and ham and you might have peppers on, you're getting more, uh, getting more nutrients. But this, but like, is two too many? Then should you just be? Is it one bowl of cereal, one pizza slice? How many? How many pizza slices can can we replace one bowl of cereal? I would definitely say two. I'd be very worried if I only had one pizza slice before. I know, going. yeah. I can't live without breakfast. Like when I wake up in the morning, that's the first thing I have to have within like mm. twenty minutes. A lot of people skip breakfast, which I don't understand because my energy levels just—I'm starving in the morning. So I'd have to have two. Yeah, definitely. But look, it's not advised that you eat pizza every day for your breakfast. But if you are going to have a bowl of cereal, this have nutritionist is saying, do you know what? You're, you're better off actually having pizza. I would love it if this nutritionist did, did come out now and we put a study together. Like, who'd be up for trialling? Somebody, one group has to have the cereal every day for like two weeks and the other group has to have Domino's every day for their oh, breakfast for two weeks. I would like totally love trial. What, what time does the Domino's open at? I don't know, actually. I'm going to find out. What time does Domino's yeah, listen, Domino's, jump on this bandwagon here now with, with this. You want to hire this nutritionist to come out and say that your <laughs> no, pepperoni passion is much more beneficial than cereal. And now you've got we, we got to be able to get a pizza delivered at 8 o'clock in the morning. Nice to know. They open at midday in most of their locations, which well, is around the time to. that I'd get up at anyway. <laughs> so you can have it for breakfast, no problem. Oh, yeah. But unfortunately, if you're going to a, a 9 to 5 job or you're up a little bit earlier or working nights, maybe now's the time to... We'll get on to Domino's and say, would you start opening one or two places at 6am to do uh, pizza breakfasts? Because apparently they're, they're healthier. Well, Crumlin is open yeah, at half 11. There you go, that's even oh, earlier. Yeah. There apparently we go now. Half 11 in the morning. So, you know, there's a few places. Uh, like, is there an Apache that might be open? Well, we'll stick to right. Domino's for now, right? All right, well, we'll get, we'll get that in there. But there you go, uh, pizza. Yeah, we will say not healthier, maybe less unhealthy might be a better way of putting that. Less unhealthy than a bowl of cereal because apparently one nutritionist claims it gives you more protein and probably a bigger variety than just kind of the sugar and the carbs that's in that. Good to know. We'll be having pizza breakfast for the rest of the week now. Uh, still to come on the show, ketamine and how it can interrupt your alcohol drinking patterns. Next, though, Irish award-winning comedian Garod Farley. He's going to be gigging in Dalymount Park uh, next month part of the Dublin Fringe Festival. He'll be on to have a little bit of chat about how all that's going to work next year in F1. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Cormac and Saoirse here. Uh, we're all dying for a gig, very much so. And, you know, we're getting teased with the lockdown restrictions. Uh, unfortunately, you know, the localised one's back in place. But what is the story with uh, certain gigs? This next guest who's joining us on the line, if you have not been to one of his gigs, when this madness ends, please, please, please go. He's one of Ireland's best stand-up comics. He has toured with some of the biggest named comedians in the world. If you've ever been to a Delamere gig or a Sarah Millican gig recently, he would have been the opening act as well. He's written on some of the biggest TV shows as well. He's phenomenally talented. You'll have seen him at the, usually probably at a Fringe Festival, the Edinburgh Fringe obviously isn't happening you'll have seen him at the Vodafone, Kilkenny and always smashes it, he's a phenomenally talented individual which fingers crossed when the world gets back to some form of normality you will see him on a stage sooner rather than later but he is gigging in Daily Mound uh, for a festival coming up in September joining us on the line now, the award winning Irish comedian Mr. Grode Farley Sir, how are things? Good, not too bad that was a lovely intro <laughs> Do you want me to just send you the recording of that and then you can play that, that to sleep? That would be absolutely lovely considering 
like he hasn't done anything for the past five months. Five months, but like <laughs> make his bed and clean his bathroom. <laughs> An award-winning toilet cleaner and procrastinator <laughs> now sitting at home. Yeah, almost finished Netflix. Gerald Farrelly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's always the way. Before we get on to me, because I know you're you're gigging with uh, Joanne McNally, and uh, there'll probably be a few other gigs going on um, in Daily Mount. I've seen just off your your Instagram. I know if you posted online. Have you been doing some of those? online virtual kind of gig things? I did one. Uh, right. Because, uh, like, when, when lockdown started, like, people were like, will you do this, will you do this? And I was like, nah, not a chance. <laughs> and then um, I was asked to do one then that I did, and it was it was in the UK, just to see right. if I liked it and see if I could do it. And uh, and it was it was really, really weird. But it was lovely. Like, I mean, it was great fun, but it was it was really weird. You know, like, when you, like, you come off stage and usually you're in a green room with other acts or you're... You know, it, it feels show busy. I I just got up and I was like, oh oh my god, emptied me dishwasher, <laughs> like because <laughs> you're in your spare room. Like. So I was going to say, <laughs> what way does that work? So you're sitting there. Are you getting any interaction from the audience at all? Yeah, it was pretty good the way they organised it because it was broadcast on YouTube and then it was also there were people on the Zoom as well. So like there were maybe like a hundred people in the Zoom room and then that whole thing was broadcast on. YouTube, so it, it you kind of felt like there was a gig because I I wasn't expecting there to be laugh, but then there was, and it was yeah, it was much nicer than I thought it would be. It was lovely. It was actually really good fun. Um, have did you do any of the um? Not are you just sitting down into your laptop, or did you stand up and kind of ha- try and make a little performance area? It's really weird, right? I set up a green screen and I set up, you know, I was like, I'm going to make this look as much like a performance area as possible. And then beforehand, all of the other comedians that were on, there were about six of us, like went into the Zoom early and they were all sitting down and they were at their kitchen table and I was like, well, <laughs> I'm going to follow the lead here and take my shoes off. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, it was it, it was a really strange thing to do. And, I, like, it was nice to know I could do. I don't know if I'd want to do that many of them because, I don't know, it, it's just it's very different to what the real thing is. It's kind of like, it's kind of like really recording a podcast in your bedroom. Like, that, that's what it is. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. The only good thing I imagine about that is it'll obviously cut out, like, four hours of travelling to random gigs in the back yeah. and the yeah that is the good bit um because you yeah you, well, the only thing is though i thought it would be you'd be able to relax but you are you are doing a show as well so i found that i was really wound up and i was just yeah. sitting in the spare room for like the four hours anyway <laughs> so it was just like well, oh, the I'm good not thing is people don't hurl abuse at you then either mm, well they can because it's like they, they're all on the zoom so you know <laughs> you can get people like it was funny because the girl that was comparing she was like you know just need to you know He's quieting down for the acts, you know, because people were oh, talking no. because 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 they're like sitting in their in their couch, like yeah, <laughs> like it's a lot to expect people to to be quiet in their own home. But yeah, it was, but it was really good fun. I really enjoyed it. They could actually instead of just like heckling you as a once off, they could nearly like write out a message and send it to you. So you're constantly just staring at it there on the screen for the rest. Oh of yeah, the because like the comments on those things, it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That's that, that's always a worry. But no, it was it was actually grand. But um, and it's also one of those. Things. You know, like when it's a rough gig or a rough club and you hear it yeah. hard and then you do it and it goes well. You're like, brilliant, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm going to win and never try it again. So that's yeah. the way I feel about online gigs. It's like, yeah, I did it. It was really good fun, but I probably won't do it again. Not for you. So no. that, from that to Daily Mount Park. <laughs> yeah, which is uh, it's Dublin Fringe. Uh, they are doing, uh, myself and Joanne McNally are doing... Uh, a couple of shows in the fifth on the fifth, sixth, and seventh of September. Uh, we're doing two shows a day, and we're doing a half an hour each, just to like get our mojo back. But uh, but they've all sold out, which is kind of 
great. I was surprised, yeah. I'll be honest. Because <laughs> I, I was chatting to Grodd a little bit earlier on, and then he was just like, you know what, Cormac, I don't even need to do this. They're all sold out. We're that good. So good luck to you, guys. This is always the hard bit. Like, I always think that everything else is not stand-up when you're a stand-up comedian. I think it's really hard. So now it's mm. like, they're sold out. Well, don't do any of that, so... <laughs> Also, can I ask, just yeah, as a comedian now, especially obviously with the coronavirus and the lockdown and everything, is it really hard to come up with new material that you're not just talking about the same stuff over and over again? Yeah, because you're completely depressed. <laughs> you're just like, oh, do you remember that career I used to have? <laughs> because you're just like, yeah, I, I mean, the idea is, like, at the start, right, I thought, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll write loads of material and then I'll have it. But then... You come up with a good joke and then you get this like feeling of dread where you're like, I'm probably never going to be able to do this on stage ever again. <laughs> like, because I, I genuinely thought that for the end of the year, like, until the end of the year, there wouldn't be any gigs. Like, and this, yeah. like, I think with the with the French, it's kind of special circumstances because I think there's, they have, they've worked it this way in a really big space of socially distanced from a smaller group of people, which is, which is amazing that we can do it. But I don't know if in the real world that, you know, a comedy club could do that. So, I mean, realistically, these could be the only shows that we get to to for <laughs> I don't know until there's a vaccine <laughs> until 2025 yeah yeah, yeah. but I've been I, I've actually been uh, I've been trying to keep like my hand in by doing I did this online bake along which was it was pretty good crack like so, um, basically on a Wednesday I'd bake a cake and people would join me on Insta Live but I oh god I made such a tit of myself <laughs> I have to tell you this story because I feel like I have to get it out of my system. Yeah, because the like I did this podcast in Canada recently, right? And loads of listeners to that podcast started to follow the vehicle on. But I think what happened was they all assumed I was way more famous than I actually am. <laughs> Which, don't get me wrong, that's brilliant. The line is what myself. But then, uh, last, uh, about three weeks ago, uh, somebody on the Insta Live uh, asked if they could have a signed photograph because it was their birthday, right? And yeah. I was like, oh, God, what am I going to do with this? Like, what, do you go, yeah or no? Or you're just like, oh, look, I'll just do it. So I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. And then I got a few that wanted a signed photograph. So there was five of them, right? So mm. I was like, okay, sign five photographs, put them in envelopes. I realised I put my ATM card into one of the envelopes. <laughs> No, you didn't. I did. Just, just to bring it to the post office so I could like pay. And then right. I went and paid using my phone. And I sent oh. my ATM card to a randomer in Canada. No, you didn't. <laughs> yes, I absolutely did. Grown running like, the biggest promotion a comedian has wow. ever run. It's like you'll get it. one of you lucky people has gotten a signed autograph, but one very lucky one has gotten my ATM. And, ATM and, uh, card. Max it, babe. Max it. 4238. <laughs> Have a great birthday. I'm on the COVID 350. Enjoy yourself. Did they, did they reach out? <laughs> yeah, they did. But they. They didn't. I, they really didn't see the funny side. They were just like, um, I don't know if you realised, but you actually sent your debit card. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I just dropped the fire with it. <laughs> oh, well, that's probably the best story I've ever heard. Mortified. <laughs> Absolutely mortified. They're cancelling your card as soon as possible. Yeah. <sighs> you didn't think, when did you realise that, by the way? It took me a It did take me a while. Like, it took me about two or three days. No. Yeah, and the, the, the horrible thing was, right, because I had just got a new debit card because somebody had found my debit card when I went running on the beach and posted the picture of it on Facebook and I got like a million tweets that were like, I think somebody found your ATM card. So it's just, ah, listen. <laughs> I just need to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> the gods are saying, yeah, you just... Actually, maybe the gods are saying, don't get a job, you're not good with money, go live on the <laughs> yeah, beach exactly. and live off the land yeah. for the rest of your life. Not God, good, Karmic. 
That is brilliant, Garod. Well, well, listen, um, th- those gigs for the Dublin Fringe are kicking off in Daily Mount, the 4th, 5th and 6th. You can check out the, the Fringe's website because you'll see that and they're probably putting on a hell of a lot of other socially distanced compliant shows that, uh, as you can, you know, a lot of people are just cannot wait to get out to and have a little bit of live entertainment. Again, I, I kind of feel weird asking performers and entertainers and comedians, it's like, apart from that, is there anything you're looking forward to for the rest of the year? <laughs> No, <laughs> not really. Fair not really. I've, I've, I've just, I've just cleaned the oven. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's First a huge, time that's happened this year. Huge oh, God. Um, but before we let you go, I obviously this, I know you've been, you're doing, are you still doing the Bake Along Wednesday thing now, or was that just too much of a financial calamity that you said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. I, we were doing a results show and everything, but since last year, it's kind of these. We're just doing one show a week where I uh, bake a cake on a Wednesday. But usually it goes horribly wrong, to be honest with you. It's been going horribly. Like the more advanced we're getting, uh, the more nervous I get, which means the more gin I have when I'm making it. And then uh, it's literally, it's going to be a matter of weeks before I burn down the kitchen. Sounds good, though. I'd watch that, yeah. That'll be the merging of several different shows, like a fire brigade emergency rescue and a kind of bake-off kind of thing. It'll be a broad appeal to a large audience here when when it goes up in flames. Uh, But listen, Garode, your Instagram and Twitter, where can people kind of connect, follow you online? Uh, I'm I'm at Garode thoroughly everywhere, and I I don't really do Twitter because it's not a lot of wind. But uh, Instagram, yes, 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, listen. Uh, if 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 uh, if anyone finds an ATM card around Dublin over the next few weeks, it's probably Groves. So there you go. You can uh, give it back to him straight away. But listen, man. Thanks very much for popping on F one hundred four this evening. And very best of luck with yourself and Joanne's gigs next month. Uh, thanks very much. Thanks. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Anytime, sir. Here is picture this unconditional. It's Room 104's Cormac and Saoirse. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long. Well, it's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Reminder, you can get all of the shows and the interviews if you want to listen back to them at any moment during the day on the Room 104 podcast, available on all of your usual podcast platforms. So you can go and subscribe and find us and review us there if you're feeling extra generous as well. Now, uh, Saoirse, we have to check in with the challenge we set you on Friday. Because <clears throat> I don't think you did it. Um, just remind Which me is fine, by the way. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is fine, by the way, because, you know, <laughs> it was a new week, end of the week on a Friday. You don't have to... Uh, you know, let's be honest with you, Friday evening now, you're not going to get much done and you're into your break on Saturday and Sunday. So, listen, we're back on of a Monday and I think uh, you'll be ready to give it another go. Okay, I will be able to give another go when you remind me what it is. I told you I have a terrible memory and plus I didn't even have a Saturday because I slept through the whole day. Yeah, That's there you go. That's my excuse. Listen, I'll remind you. I'll remind you next. Anyway, I, I think it'll be great for your career and your profile. Okay. Listen, I'll I tell vaguely you next remember next. Yeah, <laughs> next turn. FM one hundred four's Room one hundred four podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room one hundred four, and uh, has Saoirse remembered what the challenge was that I set her on the weekend? I think it's going to be great for her profile, great for her career, but who knows? I, I, I don't think you have, but maybe. You've, have you got any idea what you said you do? Because we can just kick it off now because it's Monday again. Well, it's just a fresh start now on Monday. Well, see, I got so distracted on Friday, you know, organising your birthday present, which <laughs> oh, yeah. um, you just seem to just look over right now and you're not even addressing, uh, which is fine. But, and then also, obviously, the weekend, I slept all day Saturday and then Sunday, I forgot about Saturday because I obviously slept, didn't realise it was International Cat Day and I had to catch up on Sunday and put up a lovely picture of me and my cat so that was the highlight of my weekend well I'm glad that you're you know getting used to um, getting your phone out and producing a little bit of content because um, 
I, I'll tell you what happened. Basically, on Friday, I got serious. issues to pick a number between one and five. And uh, those numbers corresponded with a particular sounding song that has a particular dance move that goes along with it. And she picked number three, which corresponded to this particular song. No, 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 no. So if you are if you are on TikTok and have been on for the last while, it's been the one thing that's kind of gotten people through lockdown. And it's great crack, but it's the place where you go if you want to be famous, you just kind of act like a little bit of a whore and do these slutty dances. And that is, this is possibly one of the, one of the... <clears throat> It's not a rude Slutiest. dance, but it's a bit, it's, 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 you know, there's a bit of slow dropping in and it's getting your hoop out and that's the only reason why girls do the actual dance. So, Sirius, selected that one on Friday evening and I believe uh, you have yet to do it, which is okay because I think we should all get behind Saoirse now and walk her through setting up her TikTok account this evening. If you're on TikTok, you, you, we, well, I'll follow her tonight as well and then we look forward to that first uh, video performance. Hang on a second, you're whoring me out. And also, on the back of that, I'm getting horrible messages asking for nudes. If I start getting my hoop out online, people are going to assume that that's what I'm into. Yeah. Yeah, 20%, Just get, get the hot pants on, get the Freddie jeans on even, but don't shake it too much because you might explode out of them now on camera, which, which can't be good at all. They all have rips in it, I can't wear them. Yeah, no, listen, oh, for are God's you on TikTok sake. and would you like to see Saoirse on TikTok doing this particular dance? Like, I will literally look like a cringe. Like, like someone's mom trying to dance. Listen, 48-year-olds, 47 or 48-year-olds are all the rage on TikTok at the moment, but I think you should be on it. If you agree as well, listen, we'll do an old, she'll do an old follow for follow this evening as well. Have you, are you on TikTok yet? Do you even have the app on your phone? I'll have it by the end of the show. No, you the end of the show. There. No, no. no I think you can take your phone out there and you can, we can, we can, we'll walk you through just in case there's any problems. Now you get the app and everything. Yeah, yeah. It'll only take two seconds. Right, okay. Let's see if your username is free. Well, what's my username going to be? Someone has oh, your I'm name. Not, do they actually? It's not yeah. me. Okay. TikTok, get. Maybe I could do search because that's what I'm actually called mostly. Well, keep it consistent with what's your what's your Instagram name called as well. Now you want to have the same across the board now. Oh yes, yeah, search. Okay, cool. That'll work. What's your username on Instagram? Uh, I think it's search. What is my username actually? Oh, it's search underscore long. But I'm you know I'm I go I'd, by I'd, search. I'd use that one. That's my name I'd, on yeah. it. But that'll be your username, search underscore long, because uh, search long is already taken. This is very stressful now. You're putting pressure on me to, to do something I don't want to do against I know, but it's, it's fun. But it, it's fun. It's good entertainment for everyone here listening tonight as well. So if you want to see her in a moment, she'll be Saoirse underscore long on TikTok. Uh, if what if any I start particular... making a fortune from this? See, you, you will. actually regret TikTok. all of this. I, I will, and then I'll get bitter, and I'll be old man. I'll be like, I made her famous. Uh, you be like, oh, look, you're getting your hoop out online. Yeah, but she's such a bitch. Oh, my God, I hate her. Oh, she's, such a, she's sold out, man. She's sold out. You'll be doing like uh, campaigns for a hundred grand on TikTok, and I'll just be absolutely miserable. I'm, I'm looking out for you. I'm like your agent. Just you just got to get on on TikTok. It's it's the place to be. Okay. People have blown it's, up it's, on it. I'm also using my phone because I'm at home. I'm using my phone to talk to you, so it is going a little bit slow, but it is right, okay. downloading. Yes. So I have to learn this dance and slow yeah, trap yeah. and put this up. There's, a, there's only a couple of moves. It's only like a 10 or 15 second clip and then you, you can put that up and, and you can kind of find the sound. You can find that song within TikTok. Now, do and I not have just... to be under a certain age to do this type of dance? 
Listen, like, I know you're you're over 40, but that does not matter, all right? We're all friends here now. I'm 31, but I'm just saying, I feel like this is for 12, 13-year-olds doing this type of dance on TikTok. Like, am I no. too old at 31 to be slut-dropping? No, no, you're definitely not. You're definitely not. I mean, okay. you, there's, there's other challenges you could have done, but unfortunately you picked number three, and that was out of the five. There was other ones. There was like that t- Taylor Swift challenge that they're doing at the moment, which is kind of going through everyone's head, this ton of stuff I, th- I think you'll blow up if you do this if you just put this video up I think you'll blow up you'll get the support what, of- what if I get bullied or you just turn your comments off then oh people comment and everything oh yeah oh, they do yeah. See, TikTok is it's oh, cool crack it's cool crack choose my interests what do I have to choose entertainment oh, do, do, choose whatever you want yeah maybe or, yeah. well what's this going to fall under talent <laughs> softcore <Learning>. pornography <laughs> I will put learning learning and entertainment okay Tell you what, you go and sort out the, the specific details of your account there. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Uh, still to come on the show, ketamine and alcohol. How can, I shouldn't say taking ketamine, clinical researchers are looking into the impact ketamine can have to reduce your alcohol consumption. We'll be chatting to a neuropharmopsychologist person a little bit after 11 o'clock this evening. Right now, though, we're in the middle of getting Sish signed up to TikTok just so she can do this dance and go viral. Now, I've sent Sish on the, if you're not on TikTok, okay, one, what are you doing? You're missing out. Get on to Grey Crack. You will waste hours and hours of your day looking at some of the dumbest, stupidest, funniest and best videos online. But TikTok is a short video sharing app and uh, there's, you know, trends that pop up on it and certain dances that go with certain songs that people post up that are like 10 or 15 seconds long and uh, a lot of the songs that do blow up have a very provocative slutty whore dances with them and this one in particular has a bit of a slut dropping in it as well and I've sent Saoirse the dance tutorial and we'll just have a quick look at it there and give us your initial thoughts on this beautiful dance. Okay, so you just send that to me now. Yeah. Okay. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It's a good dance. Any other dances you'd like, uh, Sir, to do as always, send them on 87 My ass cannot do that, Cormac. <laughs> what the hell is that? 
She has she her ass is like dislocated. No. You, you need a, you need a decent bit of hip movement in this particular dance now, but it's all the rage, all the cools are doing it, and you will blow up if you if you if you do this and get it right. Sake. I can't believe I'm gonna embarrass myself like this. I have I'm my profile set up anyway, by the way. I'm your first follower. Me? Yeah, at Saoirse underscore long on TikTok. She's keeping it clean. Go follow her. We'll try and build up as many people as we can following her account. And then uh, she can practice the dance. And then... Baby, tap in. Yeah. Tap, tap, and what tap if I get bullied? What are you going to do about that? Nothing. You're not going to get bullied. Come on now. TikTok's a fun, happy place. There's a few trolls on it. But you're not going to get bullied. No, it'll be fine. Trolls. And they're going to think I'm serious trying to be cool doing this. <laughs> what did you say you, you know, in, in the description that you posted the video? You say I had to do this for work. Because you okay. work in a strip club. Well, if you're listening and you're on TikTok, I am new to it. So can you please follow me so that I know that um, people care and people want to see this video. I will upload this video tomorrow. I yeah, yeah I think it'll be friends. good. Why do you have loads of friends? Just producing top quality content, you know. Okay, well, I'll probably outdo you soon. Thank you to, um, who's following me now? Ruby Rose, thank you. There you go, Ruby. Thanks very much. At search underscore long on Instagram. No, this is a great one to kick it off with. You could get like a million views and now you'll be signed by a TikTok agency and you'll make a ton of cash. Is that what happens? That is what is happening now, even with the Irish quote-unquote TikTokers, because this thing has exploded. The top person on TikTok with the most followers is a girl called Charlie D'Amelio, and she has millions and millions of followers. And rumours going around, it's probably not true, but you know, people saying she's getting possibly six figures per TikTok post if she's doing a sponsored TikTok post. Ah, uh, here. And it could be you. Oh my God. So wait, you're just yeah. copying. So everyone's doing the same kind of videos. The exact same videos. A lot of you'll have to follow a lot of people and kind of get used to the app because it's a little bit not complicated. There's a ton of stuff you can do with it. It's a little bit complicated. Go follow tons of people and follow loads and loads of celebs and follow me back. Thanks very much uh, at Cormac Comedy. Thanks very much. You can follow me on TikTok. But oh you can see God, a lot of people I'm do. I'm on your one. How dare you? You what? have used my content on your own TikTok. What do you mean? I've used your content. I can see a picture of me. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, that's oh. from the show. That's from oh, the show. Okay. Valentine's Day. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You think, you know, organising me to be stood up on Valentine's Day and then you get some hits off that. Yeah, top quality content. It's what, what the people like. Yeah, it's what the people like. All right, okay. Look, I'm going to catch up with you. Right, I have a uh, few followers now and uh, keep following me. And yep. just be warned, my first TikTok video will be... Epic. Provocative. Oh, it's going to be hot. I am gonna wear hot pants. I'm gonna wear Dude. heels. I'm gonna I'm gonna go all out for it. I will. I'll make an effort. Um, full face of makeup. The hair. I don't know what you want to do with the hair. Get it all. I out. might keep it. Yeah, I might keep it down. I might straighten it and make it look a little bit fluffy and sultry. Mm. Yeah. You can finally crack out dance. your dance moves. You see, yeah. if you don't know, Saoirse used to do, Saoirse used to be in a street gang that used to battle each other with dances on like <laughs> down in Clontarf and maybe on Port Marnock Beach. They'd meet up and have these separate dance-offs and she was big into her hip-hop dancing now. If you can do a hip-hop dancing now, you're going to explode on TikTok. Yeah, well, I was able to do it back when I was like 15. I just haven't done it since, apart from on nights out in the club. But um, no, I'll give it my best go. So do I let you know? You'll probably see it tomorrow when I upload it. Yeah, I just post it up and I'll see it. it. Oh, yeah, no, it'll be fine. Uh, if you have any problems, give me a shout. I'll give you the full run-through. Because okay. you'll need to just obviously, you know, balance the phone. I don't know if you have a tripod there or anything. You, you know, you could upgrade and get like, one of those beauty ring things. 
fine. Yeah, balance the phone. Yeah. Yes, there we go. I'm trying to think mentally of what outfit to to wear. Like, do I wear hooker boots? The more revealing, the better. Yeah, yeah. The more revealing, the better. TikTok's algorithm. Now, this is true because TikTok, uh, they were found to have. Now, they say they're not doing this anymore anyway, but they had a certain. They had internal documents showing that they were going to promote bright videos attractive people and rich people. So if you looked like you were in a rich house and the video was nice and bright and you were very, very attractive, you were getting bumped up. And people who were ugly and overweight were getting, like, restricted. They weren't getting their videos pushed out as much. So now they say they're not doing that anymore. They're probably doing that a little bit. So, like, just the brighter you have it, the hotter you can make yourself look. And who knows, we can make you TikTok famous here from the show. Okay, quick question, though. You know, if I'm doing this video... Can I yeah. do it like a hundred times? Of course you can. Of course you it's can. It's not you a one-off thing. It. No, no. Oh, I mean, right. like you can you can keep recording and then upload it when you got it right. Because it'd be very awkward if I did the first take and I obviously messed up hugely and then uploaded yeah. it by accident. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, you've got the tutorial now. It's all there. It's all good to go. Uh, and who knows? This time, like by Friday, you could have a hundred thousand followers. You could be walking down to sales and going, "I'm out of here. Give me twelve grand to do a post on this. Thank you very much. Good luck. See you. Bye." Okay, I'm I'm actually quite positive about this now. I think this could there be we go. my my ticket out. Could be a ticket out of here, back to a normal nine to five sort of lifestyle where you don't have to get up at six p.m. in the evening and then <laughs> fall in and do the show. Well, in fairness, I did put up on my bio thing. Uh, I'm being made do this for work. FML. Nice, nice. I like that. Yeah. No. So, at least then, if I get trolls, they'll know that it's actually for But I will. I'll wear my hooker boots. I'll wear a dress, very short dress, and I'll do my dance. Okay, and people need to follow me then. There you go. Saoirse underscore long. And uh, this is the first one we've kicked her off with. So go give her a follow. Go say hi. And fingers crossed tomorrow. This time tomorrow, who knows? You might even be on the show because you're TikTok famous and you're getting out of here. This Good luck. could See be bye. my secret OnlyFans account. Just saying. This could, be, not, a, this could be the start of it. It is the start of it. You wouldn't be the first Irish TikToker to uh, kick off an OnlyFans from... Uh, uh, a TikTok account so who knows listen Saoirse underscore long go say hi go follow her if you're on TikTok and on the way next why certain amputees if they get their foot removed can experience phantom foot orgasms and other things that don't involve any sort of touch or sexual pleasure why can they give you orgasms randomly we'll be chatting to neuroscientist and author Barry Komisarek next here on F- FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long Cormac and Sushi here. Good evening. How are things? Now, um, there are various different ways that people can enjoy themselves and reach climax and orgasm. But sometimes uh, some of the strangest things out there can cause you to orgasm. And, and possibly not when you want to be feeling that feeling as well. It can be caused by crossing of uh, neurons or even sometimes medications might cause you to feel much more pleasurable than you can or than you want to feel at any one particular time. Joining us now to talk about some of the strangest things and situations that can cause you to have a very intense, powerful orgasm from Rutgers University. He's a neuro- neurologist, and we're delighted to have him back on the show. Barry Commissarek, how are you, sir? I'm okay. Good to hear from you again. When we're Thank talking you. about orgasms, I didn't think that you could have an orgasm without touching yourself. Well, I didn't think so either. A clinician a colleague of ours, Gina Ogden, said that she has a number of women who can experience orgasms just by thinking. And I was very skeptical, but together with Gina and Beverly Whipple, we studied 
studied 10 of the women. We measured their heart rate, blood pressure, pain thresholds, and pupil diameter, all of which we had uh, previously shown to approximately double during orgasm. And we asked them to have orgasms by thinking, just by thinking, and um, uh, compare it to when they had orgasms by actual genital stimulation, self-stimulation. In fact, they had, uh, all 10 women had orgasms, and the magnitude of the, uh, of the responses, of the, the blood pressure doubled, the heart rate doubled, uh, their pupils dilated to about double the normal size, and uh, their uh, pain thresholds increased, which means uh, about half as sensitive to pain as uh, before the orgasm. And that's what happens in um, genital self-stimulation orgasms. There was no significant difference between these autonomic measures when they thought themselves to orgasm versus when they actually uh, self-stimulated themselves to orgasm. And since that time, we've come across other uh, women and some men who claim that they can uh, do the same. That's just one example of, of non-genital uh, orgasms. Did you ever, like, is it just that they were able to either visualize or imagine this much more intensely? Or is there something, mo- is there a... Is a part of their brain more developed, or I, what's going on there? I uh, I asked them what was their mental uh, procedure to, mm. and it was very variable. Some women said that they had uh, erotic imagery. Uh, others said that uh, they had, uh, you know, imagine their lover uh, whispering sweet nothings in their ear. <laughs> uh, but other women said that they uh, there was a pastoral scene walking along the the shore on a on a warm uh, sunny afternoon, and uh, one of the women said that it was very abstract. She could imagine the uh, the energy chakra going up and down her body. So it was very variable the strategy. I've been very surprised about this, but I'm becoming increasingly convinced. We we uh, do brain imaging, and uh, we we've studied the brain activity during orgasms. One of the experiments that we did was to imagine where the uh, uh, different parts of the body are uh, represented in a part of the brain called the sensory cortex, and the genitals are represented in a particular place. And one of the procedures I tried as a control, you know, we, when you do experiments like that, you, you try to have a control stimulus. One of the uh, control stimuli that I tried was uh, I said to the women, just think of uh, your genitals being stimulated. And when they just thought about the genitals being stimulated, the, the same exact part of the brain was activated as well as to the same extent as when they actually applied the genital self-stimulation. There was a difference, and that is that the actually the, the prefrontal cortex, which is the so-called executive part of the brain, the prefrontal cortex was much more active when they thought about genital stimulation than when they actually applied it, which was surprising to me. But it was very reliable. We saw it. So, in other words, we, 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 we're, um, we underestimate the power of the brain. Of the mind, tremendous power in, in, in the brain and the mind. I mean, many people have uh, <clears throat> who have epilepsy, epileptic seizures, describe them as being orgasmic, men and women. So, uh, pure brain activity elicited by various means can uh, can produce orgasmic feelings. I never knew any of this, and I'm fascinated. I've never tried it though, so maybe I'll definitely put that on my list. Um, but also, you're studying other ways that you can orgasm. Medications uh, like chlorpromazine and uh, varenicline, they change the uh, their, their uh, reuptake, they block the reuptake of serotonin and norepinephrine, those particular drugs. And um, women uh, have described that they have feel um, uh, orgasmic responses uh, when, 
when they uh, when they take those drugs or when they come off the drug is very complex. I mean, these these are neurotransmitters that are normally released: norepinephrine and serotonin and dopamine. These are normally released during uh, during during orgasm. And if you take drugs that mess with the uh, with the levels, it's not surprising that it could they could sensitize the brain to uh, to have uh, orgasmic sensation. And this is what actually happens. Uh, there, there are conditions, uh, we, we've been studying a condition called persistent genital arousal disorder, where um, women, and now we see men, have feelings of as if they're uh, about to have an orgasm or they have multiple orgasms, or if they have orgasms, uh, the, they have these persistent feelings of, of orgasm. These uh, feelings can be triggered by various drugs like antidepressants or going on them or coming off them. You know, as long as the, the balance of these... Uh, uh, neurotransmitters is changed by the drugs uh, they can be you can be sensitized to have orgasmic feelings and we, we also see that there are actual organic problems two things uh, uh, one is uh, tarlov cyst and the other is a uh, herniated intervertebral disc these uh, impinge physically on uh, the uh, nerves that come from the genitals the pudendal nerve the pelvic nerve and they uh, produce these feelings of um, arousal that are not necessarily erotic they just or not necessarily uh, uh, associated with feelings of erotic. They're just genital hyperactivity, and they generate orgasm. Uh, And it's called persistent genital arousal disorder. And it can be very, very distressing because, you know, like one young man said that he had, um, uh, he couldn't go to work because he would just sit there and he uh, he would have eight ejaculatory orgasms per day. So he he became very depressed. He stayed at home. He reported feeling suicidal. I mean, some of these, we know of of, uh, at least a half dozen women in the last few years who've actually committed suicide from this condition of uh, persistent genital arousal disorder. I mean, you can imagine, they, can, they describe it as a, 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 an intense, uh, some describe it as an intense itch that they can't get access to, and it, it goes continuously for hours, days, months, weeks, um, years. It's very, very distressing. It's too much of a good thing, um, can be uh, very, very stressful. If you've just tuned in, we're chatting to a neuroscientist and author, Barry Komisarek, about uh, just various different ways that people can achieve orgasm. Some maybe they, they want, and as you just mentioned, otherwise, other conditions that are incredibly frustrating. And um, can you talk maybe a bit about there was you know something we read about having a foot amputated and nerves getting confused when you know maybe the, the oh, brain yeah. might be trying to re yeah Ramachandran those nerves. Yeah, this was uh, uh, described by Ramachandran and Blakesley. Yeah. Well, in the brain, we talked about, I, I mentioned that, that there's a, a part of the brain called the sensory cortex, and different parts of the body are represented systematically in very specific parts of this uh, brain brain region called the sensory cortex. Actually, the, the foot is represented right next to the genitals. So, uh, and, and what, what can happen um, when there's an amputation is that the nerves that previously supplied that organ, like the foot or the hand, the nerve cells actually sprout and activate adjacent nerve cells. So uh, since the foot is right next to the genitals, if there's a hyperactivity or sprouting of of abnormal uh, neural uh, connections, what used to be the foot area, now it spreads to what's the genital area. and, And the people 
at least in his case, of these foot orgasms, the people described that uh, they had orgasms in their amputated foot. This was uh, men and women. This is not surprising because if the, uh, the genital areas are hyperactivated by the uh, removal of what used to be the foot area. I mean, we see something uh, similar in intact women, and it was very surprising to me that in the uh, in this body map, it's called a homunculus, which means little person, because different parts of the body are represented in very specific yeah. places in, in the sensory cortex. I expect that we mapped different parts of the body, and, and we had uh, the women do self-stimulation of the nipple as well as the uh, clitoris and vagina and cervix. What we found, what I found to my surprise, was that, well, not surprising, when they stimulated the, uh, when they did self-stimulation of the nipple, it activated the chest area of the sensory cortex. But what was surprising is that it also activated, it activated the region that was activated by clitoral and vaginal and cervical self-stimulation. Uh, the nipple stimulation, in other words, the nipple stimulation, for some reason, had dual representation, not only on the chest area, but also Right on the gen, the, it was activating the neurons that are activated by genital stimulation. So, and that's why there are many cases in reports in the literature of women who can experience orgasms from nipple stimulation. So it's probably because the nipple stimulation is activating the same neurons as are activated by genital stimulation. I know of a girl who has orgasms every time she goes over a bump in the road when she's no. driving. Well, that's, yes. that's very, yes, that's very characteristic of, the, of this persistent genital arousal disorder. She probably, well, I mean, I, I can't do a diagnosis over the phone, but it's very likely that she has either a tarlo cyst, which is like a blister, on the on the genital sensory nerves right in the pelvis or uh, she could have a, uh, a herniated intervertebral disc a bulging intervertebral disc that's putting pressure on the genital sensory nerves mechanical pressure and when you hit when uh, it's very common for for these women to describe they can't go out they can't go they can't drive they can't ride in the car because if they if they hit any irregularity in the road it bumps into their their pelvis and it triggers their orgasm, and it's uh, extremely distressing. So uh, she may have that condition. The more disturbing part about this girl in particular, I was in college with her, was she said this has been happening since she was about 11 years of age. That's also very characteristic, uh, that uh, it can happen as a result of a, of a fall, some kind of physical trauma, a car accident, a bike accident, uh, falling off jungle gym in the, in the gymnasium or in a playground, and a damage, a physical damage, trauma to the, uh, to the pelvis region can trigger uh, this uh, condition. We know of, actually we know, and it's also, there's also uh, cases where it's uh, congenital. In other words, uh, it's inherited. And for example, we, we know of some women who said that they have this condition, this persistent genital arousal disorder, but their young daughters from the age of four and, and seven, they're doing the same kind of genital uh, stimulation now that the mothers say that they did at the same age. And uh, so one of the problems is that it can be a congenital uh, a disorder of uh, connective tissue disorder, like Marfan's disease or Ehlers-Danlos, where there's weakened connective tissue, and that can allow the, the tarlo cyst, that blister, to form. 
because it's weakened uh, connective tissue around the, the genital sensory nerves, or it can also be a weakened connective tissue in the spine that allows the, uh, the, the intervertebral disc to bulge and put pressure on the, on the genital sensory nerves as they pass through the spine. That's inc- very interesting. I said there's insane amounts of different ways that I says you're, you're explaining to us here this evening that people can achieve uh, orgasms whether they want to or not, whether it's from medications, whether it's from as, you know, cysts or conditions that they have. Um, of course, we, we have uh, run out of time, but if you're listening and would like to know more, you can um, read Barry's books. There's two in particular that you should get, The Science of Orgasm and uh, The Orgasm Answer Guide from uh, Barry Komisarek, who is a neuroscientist over at uh, Rutgers University. But as always, Barry, it's a pleasure speaking to you this evening. Always mind-blowing and fascinating. But um, oh. thanks a million for popping on <laughs> FM104. It's my pleasure. Anytime. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.